Hello to you and welcome to today's Coin Market Recap on Thursday, the 5th of May. I'm Connor Sefton with Coin Market Caps, easy to understand look at today's top crypto stories. Coming up on the show, sell the rumor, buy the news. Why Bitcoin surged despite the Federal Reserve's decision to increase interest rates. Elon Musk raises $7 billion in new financing for his Twitter takeover including an investment from one of the world's biggest crypto exchanges. We'll be finding out which luxury brand is starting to accept Bitcoin, Dogecoin and Shiba Inu as a payment method. Also today, why a crypto company is taking legal action against a 79-year-old pensioner. And stay tuned for some exciting news about us. Give our show a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. And I'd love to hear from you on Twitter as well. I'm at Connor Sefton. Coin Market Recap. Well, as we told you yesterday, there was a lot of nervousness ahead of the Federal Reserve's interest rate announcement. But looking at Bitcoin's chart right now, you wouldn't have guessed that. In what seems to be a classic sell the rumor, buy the news event, the world's biggest cryptocurrency surged by 5% in 24 hours. That came after the US central bank confirmed that its benchmark interest rate was going to rise by half a percentage point, otherwise known as 50 basis points. It's the biggest hike we've seen since 2000, and it comes as economists tackle astronomical levels of inflation. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell gave a press conference after the announcement was made, and he began by saying this. I'd like to take this opportunity to speak directly to the American people. Inflation is much too high, and we understand the hardship it is causing, and we're moving expeditiously to bring it back down. We have both the tools we need and the resolve that it will take to restore price stability on behalf of American families and businesses. The economy and the country have been through a lot over the past two years and have proved resilient. It is essential that we bring inflation down if we are to have a sustained period of strong labor market conditions that benefit all. The U.S. Consumer Price Index rose by 8.5% in March. That's the biggest annual increase since December 1981, increasing the cost of groceries and gas. The Fed's half a percentage point increase was expected, and Jerome Powell also gave hints about what's going to happen in the coming months. 75 basis point uh, in an increase is not something the committee is actively considering. What we are doing is uh, we raised 50 basis points today, and, and we've said that, again, assuming that economic and financial conditions evolve in, in ways that are consistent with our expectations, there's a broad sense on the committee that additional 50 basis increases should be on, 50 basis point increases should be on the table for the next couple of meetings. So we're going to make those decisions at the meetings, of course, and we'll be paying close attention to the incoming data. So that means we could see 0.5% moves in June and July, but a more dramatic 0.75% increase isn't on the table for now. Wall Street reacted positively and traders seem to be relieved that the Fed isn't going to be too aggressive when it comes to turning off the money taps. The S&P 500 ended Wednesday's session up 3%, its biggest one-day gain in two years, and the tech-heavy Nasdaq 
rose by 3.2%. Bitcoin's been closely correlated to stocks in recent times, and that might explain why the world's biggest cryptocurrency also surged. Central banks around the world are now set to follow the Fed's lead by increasing their own interest rates. Thursday saw the Bank of England increase its base rate to 1%, the highest level for 13 years. Economists fear inflation in the UK could peak at 10% later this year. Elon Musk has raised $7 billion in new financing as part of his quest to buy Twitter for $44 billion. It comes as the world's richest man attempts to use less of his personal wealth to take over the social network. An SEC filing reveals that Binance, which owns CoinMarketCap, is among the 18 co-investors. The crypto exchange is going to invest $500 million, with Binance's founder, CZ, describing it as a small contribution to the cause. Well, in other developments, Microsoft's co-founder, Bill Gates, has given his two cents on Elon Musk's plans. Here's what he told the Wall Street Journal's CEO counsel. You know, he actually could make it worse. Uh, That's not his track record. I mean, his track record with Tesla and SpaceX is pretty mind-blowing at putting together a great team of engineers and, you know, taking the people who worked in those fields in a less bold way and really showing them up. I kind of doubt that'll happen this time, but we should have an open mind and never underestimate Elon. Gates says he's worried a greater push for freedom of speech would mean Twitter users could post things like vaccines kill people and Bill Gates is tracking people without being challenged. There's been a bit of animosity between the billionaires in recent weeks. Gates recently approached Musk about philanthropy possibilities, but Musk ended up confronting him about why he was shorting Tesla stock. Screenshots of texts also suggest Musk said he can't take Gates's philanthropy for the environment seriously when he has a massive short position against a company doing the most to solve climate change. Musk's even posted insults about Gates on his Twitter page, including a meme that appeared to mock his weight. A crypto executive who's pleaded guilty to violating the Bank Secrecy Act has asked a judge not to send him to prison and is asking for permission to live abroad and travel without restrictions. Arthur Hayes was the co-founder and CEO of BitMEX and previously admitted that his crypto trading platform has operated with poor anti-money laundering checks in place. He's already agreed to pay a fine of $10 million, and a plea deal he signed means he faces 6 to 12 months in prison. But, according to Bloomberg, his lawyers are arguing that he's unlikely to be a repeat offender, and the judge has received a letter from his mother that asks for leniency. The legal team representing Hayes warned this case will set a precedent for prosecuting financial crimes at crypto exchanges around the world. A judge in Manhattan is going to sentence him later this month. Now, here's a story I did not have on my crypto news bingo card. Gucci has announced that it's going to start accepting cryptocurrencies as a payment method at all of its US stores by the end of the summer. As you'd expect, Bitcoin and Ether are going to be supported. But surprisingly, Dogecoin and Shiba Inu will also be accepted. 
According to Vogue Business, consumers who want to transact using crypto will be emailed a QR code, enabling them to complete a transfer from their wallet. The new technology is going to be trialled at a small number of stores to begin with, including outlets in New York, Los Angeles, Miami, Atlanta and Las Vegas. Gucci's CEO Marco Bizzari says it's a natural evolution for the high-end fashion brand, which has already launched its own NFT collections. A few days ago, we brought you the story of a man who bought a crypto domain for $16 and later sold it for $435,000. But unfortunately, not all negotiations go this smoothly. Jump Crypto, which develops the Wormhole Protocol, is facing a backlash after it emerged that the company is taking legal action against a 79-year-old man who owns the Wormhole.com domain. Dick Merriman was initially offered $2,500 for the website address and replied by saying that his asking price was a firm $50,000. When Jump agreed to pay up, he changed his mind and requested $100,000 instead. Although the company was prepared to pay this six-figure sum, the pensioner then demanded $200,000. Merriman says he never wanted to sell the domain as it's been home to his email address for 28 years. And in an interview with Insider, he said he was trying to demand a ridiculous amount of money so the company would go away. But now Jump is asking a judge to compel the retiree to transfer over the domain and alleges he reneged on two binding agreements. After criticism on social media, the company's president, Kanav Korea, says he's tried everything possible to get this result amicably. And he asked critics what Jump should have done differently. The court battle continues. And some news about us now. CoinMarketCaps revealed some new details about its crypto conference in the metaverse. The Capital 2022 is going to take place virtually on the 26th and 27th of May. Binance's founder and CEO CZ will be among the keynote speakers, as well as MicroStrategy's CEO Michael Saylor. We'll also be hearing from Samson Mao, who recently started his own company Jam3 as part of his quest to boost nation-state Bitcoin adoption. Decentralized finance, the metaverse, play-to-earn games and non-fungible tokens will be on the agenda and an immersive experience means attendees can take part in virtual hands-on workshops. CoinMarketCap's CEO Rush says he hopes the conference will demonstrate crypto's impact on global economic, social and political systems and enable participants to see CoinMarketCap in a new light. Of course, we'll be bringing you all the highlights from the Capital 2022 right here on the CoinMarket Recap podcast. And you can register to attend by heading to conference.coinmarketcap.com. Well, that's it for today's CoinMarket Recap. Please do leave us a review if you like what you hear. You can keep up to date with all the latest crypto news and much more at coinmarketcap.com forward slash Alexandria. And if there hasn't been enough exciting news, our email newsletter is going to be back in business from Friday. I'm Connor Sefton. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye for now. <laughs>